Yeah, yeah. I think I'm gonna line all these sets up once I'm done with the Batman one and be like, "This is a seven hundred. This is a thousand. This is a fifteen hundred. <laughs> this is three thousand. And 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 that's assuming you're still married, right? Assuming assuming my wife doesn't divorce me and take half my Legos. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Monty and Mickey, the Geek Pop Culture Podcast. Today. Have another, uh, I guess, atypical, not regular uh, podcast topic. Uh, today we're going to be talking about the lovely world of Lego and everything that's involved in it. And uh, on the surface, it may just seem like a, a cool toy that you can, you know, build things and play with your little siblings or cousins. But as we found out, it is a lot more complicated and a lot more. Uh, I guess integral. What's the right word I'm looking for, um, Mickey? Yeah, uh, interesting. I mean, that's the emphasis they always want yeah. to put on it. But integral sounds like a good college word. It makes us sound smarter. So yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, yeah, we'll go with that. Um, but yeah, so today we're gonna we're gonna dive into uh, you know a little bit of the history of of the company of Lego, um, some of the things that they've done just as a company, and what they what they've accomplished, some of the platforms and the other media that they've been involved in, and then we're gonna share a little bit about uh, what we what we personally have had experiences with uh, in terms of Lego and some of the things that we've we've done or, or been around. Um, so. I guess it's been a little bit, uh, Mickey. Before we start with our uh, in the news kind of segment, any any quarantine projects or anything fun and exciting that you're uh, you're working on, or just anything in in general you got to look forward to? Um, we had Memorial Days last week. Yeah, I actually went. I but... was up in Rylander at my family's cottage with my family and got to see my nieces and my sister and brother in law and my parents. But um, that was fun. But other than that, uh, around the house, I've just been, you know, doing stuff that I put off for like a year or two because I was too busy or too lazy when I got home from work. So nothing major, but, yeah. you know, crap that needed to get yeah. done. So, yeah, pretty exciting stuff. Totally understand. Yeah, we uh, we, we cleaned out our closet and uh, my wife actually, she sold all of our, a lot of the wedding decorations that we kept that we were like, we're going to sell these. And then now it's three years later and we finally did. (laughs) They went quick. So that that was good. But yeah, so those types of things totally. totally So you hyped them up for a while. Uh, Maybe that's what it was. Yeah, I just posted them and said, you're not getting these for three years. Let the value go up of my, you know, tablecloths. (laughs) Um, But uh, but yeah, same same for me. I've got a couple uh, couple coals in the fire i guess if you want to say i got a couple my own lego projects that i've been working on a couple other things uh obviously been tinkering around with the 3d printing stuff but uh but yeah now that it's actually you know spring slash summer here in wisconsin i'm able to you know do yard work and all that kind of stuff to keep me keep myself busy but things are slowly starting to open up uh with with the covid stuff so it's able to get out a little bit more but definitely not anywhere near what it was uh couple months ago even so all right so in the news um oh man uh really big really big news that came out i don't know how much you're aware of this mickey or if you know any of the history of this i think we may have talked about it on a previous podcast um do you know anything about the justice the uh zach schneider justice league cut 
the Schneider cut. No, I saw you posted something on Facebook, but I that's all I knew about it, just seeing that. So um, the Schneider cut, so he was a part of the original team um, that uh, that actually was, you know, directing or producing whatever um, the Justice League movie. So the Ben Affleck, you know, the you know, the the recent Justice League, not any cartoons or anything that's happened uh, for a while. The real um, life. But the, the 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 yeah, the live action, most recent ones, which. A lot of people would say it was a flop and didn't do great. Ben Affleck um, seems to have that effect on on those kinds of movies. Yeah, I, I yeah, I we're gonna it's gonna it's gonna be interesting how they what they do with Batman in the future. But anyways, um, so his he is planning on basically taking. I don't know how how this is gonna work. I really would like to see a documentary, kind of the same way they do what they did for. Um, the Mandalorian after the fact. And the reason I'm sorry for anybody who's like, what are you talking about? Why is this such a big deal? Why are you taking so much time? This has been something that's been talked about for probably since the original movie came out, if not five years, at least it's been something that people have been trying to get for a long time. And essentially my understanding, and if anybody knows a little bit better or understands it better, please comment, please email us Monty and Mickey at gmail.com. But essentially what the Schneider cut is, is he went through and he had a vision of what he wanted the Justice League to to look like. And he shot a bunch of scenes and he did a bunch of stuff with the storyline. And then somebody came in and basically gutted his his concept. And then we got what we got. Okay. So theoretically, there was footage out there. There was time that was spent for other scenes, other plot lines the hashtag release the schneider cut you know had had grown in popularity over the years and it kind of you know got surged and then people forgot about it apparently hbo max which is hbo's streaming service which i don't understand how they have a streaming service and a their own service like can anybody explain me the why that hbo needs that but anyways they've got their own streaming service hbo max is a 2021 project for the Schneider cut. And this is a really big deal because first of all, this is the first time in cinema history that I've ever known of this happening. The closest thing that could have, that would be is, you know, um, George Lucas messing around with the different, you know, things that he's added and deleted from the original. Except that would be really, really cool. Right. (laughs) Right. And so apparently he's coming out with this, like, director's cut in six tv style chapters and i'm excited to see what this is going to be i don't know that i I might do like the free trial just to watch it and then i probably wouldn't pay for it another streaming service but this is really interesting i don't know if this is going to open the doors for like alternate versions of movies in the future because you hear about that if you listen to other podcasts or you kind of do some deep dive into like different uh different stuff even even when the home releases it's like the director's cut you know you've seen that right yeah and i'd be interested to see how this is gonna turn out apparently from anybody who's known or talked to to, to zach schneider they said that it's an amazing version of the movie so I, I don't know i'm i'm excited to see what that you know i'm obviously always excited for um you know new batman stuff but we'll we'll see if we'll see how that well yeah out. and i Personally, I don't 
usually give the DC movies a whole lot of chance because from what I've heard or seen, even the previews don't really do it for me. Um, but yeah, yeah, this sounds this sounds pretty intriguing from what I've heard from you and even from what I read about it otherwise. Um, this I would definitely be giving be willing to give a chance. And then if this impresses me, maybe I'd go back and watch the other versions too, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It'll, I, I think we'll have to cover it eventually in our podcast. Maybe not one movie, but like a couple of those movies, cause they're definitely worth watching, but they're not like, I'm not going to run out and buy the 4k version of them. Or no, they don't that. even compare to the Marvel um, movies, obviously. No, nope. Um, uh, anybody who watches the CW, that's is a whole nother. This is like what I said before about DC really, really putting their eggs into the TV shows and the animated um, media that they have for, for their properties. Um, Batwoman, which had its first season, I believe this year on, on the CW. So. It's she's in, she's in that, like, I think they call it the Arrowverse, where it's green arrow and the flash and, you know, a couple other of those guys. Um, apparently the star Ruby Rose, she decided that she's not going to be in that anymore, which is kind of a big deal considering they've only done one season. Um, so the lady from, I believe it was from Brooklyn nine, nine, um, gosh, I don't, I, I don't know her name, but she, uh, apparently has said that she would, she would, uh, want to be a part of this. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, and then I guess the other thing, not to, not to linger too far, but the other thing that's really big for anybody who's into musicals or in, a lot of people that even aren't into musicals, but Hamilton's coming to Disney Plus. Oh yeah, I guess I saw that. That's pretty cool. I'd like to see that again. Yeah. So apparently, I believe it was the, uh, gosh, I, I, the Roy Rogers Theater. Is that a thing? I think I, I thought know. one of the theaters on on Broadway in New York City. Um, they had filmed and done like a big production of filming and making sure they got really good video of the um, of that of whatever that one um, play or that, that musical was live with the original cast. So you got Lynn Manuel Miranda, you got all the guys, the original actual cast that was originally debuted. And on one Broadway. of the best venues they so, could find with the best recording equipment and all that stuff, obviously is what you're saying. huh? Right. They said, cause, cause there was an interview with him and Bob Iger, I think from the Disney CEO and it was funny because it was, of course, like a quarantine interview. So it was like the one person from like, you know, Good Morning America. And then like, I think it was, uh, oh gosh, the ex-football player. What's his name? Um, oh, Michael Strahan? Michael Strahan, yeah. He was interviewing Bob Iger and he's like, hey, I heard you got some good news for us. And then it popped in and it was Lin-Manuel Miranda and they start talking and and he accidentally cuts off Bob Iger and he just is like, Oh my gosh. Like, he's sorry. Like you would tell, like he was a little bit nervous that he's talking to Disney CEO, you know, the biggest guy on Broadway yeah. right now. And he's even nervous to be talking to this guy, but they were, they were saying that, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be an experience. They've seen it. I guess it's, they, he's already seen it obviously. And he said, it's going to be, feel like you're in the front row or like you have the best seat in the house at all times. But you're going to be able to see the whole stage. It's not like you're going to be in that one corner of the, you know, theater where you can only see that you know, it's like somebody set up a camera in a seat and then walked away. Like it's going to be like a full production 
or multiple camera views. And like, I'm assuming all the audio was piped directly into whatever they recorded it on. So I'm really excited. I think it'll be, I don't think it'll be really good. Apparently this is separate though. I think from the, uh, the announcement that they made about making a Hamilton movie. Oh, I was going to say Miranda. So, so this is a stage production that's recorded and being streamed as opposed to like, like Greece when they made it into a movie and it was obviously a movie. This is actually a stage production. Right, exactly. So this is the state. Yeah, it's a recording of a live um, Broadway like Monty, Like you and I saw because of your season tickets a while back. Yes, yes. When we saw, yeah, exactly. Except this time we get to see the actual, the original cast. Oh, yeah. Plus so we can be on our couch. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, exactly. We'll be on our couch. We won't have, won't be, you know, snuggled up tight to the guide next to us because you know coronavirus i already had a bunch a couple of the shows canceled oh really because of coronavirus yeah they because we got a full season ticket package when, when is the when but anyways the start, um, if you don't mind me asking i thought it started june well like like early june or something i'm not sure yeah yeah something like that with the i forget i i, I know they they did it kind of different, I think, this year because Hamilton was coming to town. So that was the first – that was, like, the first show of the season, but it was, like, months before the next oh. show. So I think that just because of timing, they had it a little bit – they set it up a little bit different. Okay. Um, so – but anyways, yeah, so that, that'll be, that'll be yeah. exciting. Um, other than that, I don't really got anything else as far as in the news. Um a lot of stuff's getting pushed off, as we said, because of coronavirus. Um, outdoor movie theaters are opening up. Yeah, I so saw that. That might be something we gotta we gotta explore that option instead of going to. Um, oh, that is one little project that Michaela, my wife, and I are working on. Oh yeah. Um, I think I had mentioned yeah, you to did. you we're gonna get a we're gonna get a cheaper projector and we're gonna we're gonna try to put that up in our backyard. Oh, that'd be a fun. Yeah, that'd I hope you. I hope you don't mind me driving my car into your backyard. That'll, that'll be kind of a fun experience. <laughs> driving, I wouldn't mind my neighbors whose yard you're going to be driving through and fence. Well, if, they'll probably if they mind. move their house out of the way, it won't be a problem. They just pull up next to you in their car. Yeah, exactly. I'll let them share the microphone. Right, get one of those little speakers. Tune yeah. it in. Um. Anyways, okay, so let's get let's get on on topic or get back to topic. So Lego, Denmark company. Um, this this company's huge. It's 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 has a very very interesting history. And I'm there's a like I said, there's a documentary out there. There's a like a CG thing that I'm assuming the company made that kind of goes through the history of the different um, the different owners and the family that was originally a part of it. Um, just to give the like brief, you know, five minute history. So there's Ole Godfried, I believe. No, Ole Kurt Christensen. Ole Christensen. I think Godfried was yep, his son, that was his right? Son, yep. Yep. Okay. So Ole Christensen. So he's he's um, he learns woodworking basically. He apprentices he or was whatever a local carpenter. in Germany. Yes. But he was he went to Germany before World War One and two because Germany was a big industrial country at the time, had a lot of opportunities. So he would act, he actually went over there, learned carpentry and then came back. And yeah, exactly. He was a local carpenter. 
he he made like different toys out of wood there was like a big deal about a a duck that he made that you could pull behind and you know this is like early night early the early 20th century early 1900s right um so he's doing all right and uh then his 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 building burns down i believe yep so he's he's doing pretty good in the toy making you know doing different uh different orders well, that, and all that he, and he, he was even... a carpenter and then he decided i think he got laid off or something like that and then he decided to start making toys with you know out of his home basically that's how it initially started right. um yeah i think and yep. it, it was yeah. just wooden and... toys and he you know it basically started with that and uh he, he came up with a term which was leg gart which is danish for play well and that's where it all started with the wooden toys yeah uh, even those were were named along those lines and then and as you were saying right so he he had some experience with the woodworking and the toys and uh long story short his facilities and his uh, ultimately his son's facilities burned down like two or three times it was insane um but in in the mix of all that his wife had died and there was all these things that 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 he had to basically claw his way back but he would always what, what stuck out to me is that he was very like he was very like um, particular. He was very, you know, he had a lot of self-control or very like intentional about what the product that he was making. He had a lot of respect for his customers. High quality. Out in, high quality. Exactly. Yes. And that came out in the products that he was making. Um, one of the stories that they told is about how his son was supposed to be putting, was it three coats of lacquer on these, on these toys wooden toys and yep and he told him he his son came back and his son obviously at the time still you know eventually becomes his you know becomes the owner but thinking you know in terms of business hey i only put two coats we saved a bunch of money and i saved a bunch of time dad aren't you proud of me and his dad make him made him take all of the boxes Mm. off the truck re put a another coat on all of them and then put them back in and i think that probably stuck with them and the reason why lego is so successful today is because of that work ethic and because of that like not cutting corners to make sure that what you're giving to the customer is the best possible quality that you can make well and and as you said they're a huge as a result of that those high standards and you know not cutting corners and not half-assing is a lot of people try to to save a buck they are as of 2014 they are the biggest toy maker in the world yeah yeah i think that they there was something that i saw that they produced more tires than goodyear yeah and that's and that i mean because eventually those uh they decided i think that the father um ole eventually passed on but the son took over and that's where the money really started to come into the business around 1949 is when they kind of went away with their wooden toys and started with a plastic type toy called automatic binding blocks and or bricks and that's where they kind of started to go on the way of the the lego toys that we come to know today right exactly so he was at like a um like an industry fair type of deal you know you see the you know go to these different job fair type of situations but he was at this place and they were showing all the different you know new manufacturing techniques you gotta remember this is right at the heart of the industrial revolution right so you've got a lot of different concepts and things and this plastic molded injection was big stuff back then, right? It's new technology. And the original brick was from a different company, actually. And they give credit to this company. It's not like they're trying to say that they were the ones who invented it. But they give credit to this company. 
But the company made a brick that was basically hollow on the bottom. So if you were to turn over a Lego today, you look, look inside, it's got tubes, right? The interlocking tubes. And that wasn't a part of the original Lego. So the anniversary of the Lego, they actually celebrated it in like something like 1954 or something like that, when they actually produced the first, um, first brick with those interlocking Which tubes. were actually called Lego, because the original name, like you say, was automatic binding bricks, which was just rolled right off the tongue and was so much fun to, to say. <laughs> right. <laughs> Mommy, Daddy, can you get me a new package of automatic binding bricks? Man, I love those automatic binding bricks. Right. And the other part of that is because they were plastic molded, injected, right? They, uh, they were able to produce something with very, very high tolerances. And why that is important is because eventually they got to a point where they were, they made a decision with the way that they were doing their business. And it was part, partly because of um, that Godfrey, uh, the son, was on a, a boat, like some kind of a, a, a European cruise or business cruise or something. And he was talking to this guy who was like a, who was like a um, department store owner and he said you know the problem with toys nowadays he's like i hate them he's like they're so cheap they the people just throw them away there's no like individual individualistic they're just there's no creativity right they're just their own piece and that's that well not only that they don't have a system there's nothing that you know he's like somebody should make something that you can build on that you can collect and and so that's where they kind of got the idea of going to more of the the lego systems right So what's really cool about that, and I know that there's been a ton of things that have changed, Bionicles, Connects, uh, Mindstorm, there's a ton of things that have happened since like the 1950s with Lego, right? But if you were to pick up one of the original actual Lego bricks, and you were to take it and buy a brand new Lego brick from the Lego store today, they will fit together. Yeah, it's, and that, that was their whole point. I mean, any system... And unfortunately for them, even uh, the knockoff systems that started coming along years later weren't able to work with them. But that was the message they wanted. The other thing I wanted to say is when they when he came up with that name, like I said, it was it's Danish for leg gart, which means it's Danish for play well. He didn't even realize it. But in Latin, Lego actually means put things together. So, oh, yeah, that worked out pretty well for him, too, I guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, so yeah, so they're, they're, uh, they're, they're, the sun obviously is turning this into a really, really profitable business. They've got these, these, you know, um, plastic molded injections, which it's an ABS is the type of plastic. Um, so it's, it's a very rigid, but flexible plastic. So that's why you can, you know, when you, when you click two Legos together, you hear that snap, that snap is the, the plastic is able to, to flex just enough and then come back to its original shape. And that's part of the secret to keeping, you know, so that they can, you can get really creative, you know, and you can, you can do different things that normally wouldn't like say for Lincoln logs, right. You, you wouldn't be able to do the same thing because obviously there's no adhesion, but you get what I'm saying. There's a very specific reason why I can take a Lego set that was meant for one thing and completely build something different out. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that, uh, you know, that was, that was where they really, I mean, like I said before, they, they, they had some luck ish. I mean, I don't think anybody was lucky during world war two or world war one, but I think that, 
they had some luck because there was a lot of people who wanted to buy local. So that wood toy business kind of, they, they helped jumpstart their, their company in the beginning, but then obviously it transitioned. So fast forward, gosh, 40 years, 50 years. Right? Well, first of all, um, like you were saying, it was, it was wildly popular over in Europe and a lot of the countries were buying into it. Then, then they decided they wanted to go to big market. So they tried to break it to the United States. Um, the actual president of the company, Samsonite, which makes all the luggage, he's mm-hmm. the one who originally brought it to the United States. And that's right. Yep. And it struggled at first, you know, like so many things do. We just don't accept it as ours or we don't like it or we're just too slow to even realize it's there. Well, eventually it did come on. And and then it was just it was it was the biggest boom. I mean, it was one of the biggest toys ever manufactured at that point. Once it got here and we started to accept it and kids just started. Loving right. It. Well, and they had competition with, you know, action figures, G.I. Joe, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, all of these other things, you know, in the 80s and the 70s and 80s that they really, you know, they wanted to make sure that they could, you know, be a part of that. And the interesting thing is that, you know, during that time, they actually were very like, we are not going to do any toys that have guns or like, no war with, and, you know, war type type stuff. And And obviously now that's a completely different situation, but they would you know, they kind of were trying to market it as like a, you know, peace, you know, in the Vietnam war, a lot of anti-war stuff was going on. So they were trying to market it that way. Well, and like Um, you said, in order to compete, like in 1978, that's when they actually introduced the little mini figures, which mm, would make mm -hmm. it more, you know, like, because you could play with the stuff, you could build stuff, but now they were making it more interactive with, you know, imagining people going through it and stuff. And that, that was huge. That was a big turning point too. Right. Right. So exactly. So instead of just doing like a house or, you know, a, a building or whatever, they actually were making these systems. They were making these minifigures and it was all their own licenses at first. Right. All their own IPs. So, you know, they had like a, a knight and castle system and pirates and, and then pirates would have been a little bit later, but they, they had their own, you know. Right. Exactly you know, all of those space. And I think there was even like an underwater one or something or a drilling one or something. And so it was, but it was their, their license, their, their products, right. Their, or their, um, their um, IP. So fast forward a couple more years after that. And uh, a trilogy comes out that uh, I think you might know about Mickey. Have you ever heard of Star Star Wars? Oh, Nope, Star Wars. You ever heard of that one? Uh, I saw a poster for it once. I, I, yeah. I don't know. I guess I've dreamed, green of, guy. I've dreamed about it a thousand times. So, yeah, maybe I'm somewhat familiar. So, I'm not talking about the original trilogy, unfortunately, because Kenner had the unlock uh, in terms of licensing. But during the second trilogy, the prequel trilogy, Lego got on board. They decided to make this decision to license, to buy licensing or be a part of licensing with um, Lucasfilms. And they made Lego sets for uh, the first, the Phantom Menace. Um, so I've actually, I've got it like the pod, Anakin pod racer. Right. And I think that that was 99, I think is when they started. That's doing right. That. that was the first time they decided to go with a licensed company and start making you know, combining with other people or other companies. Right. So in, instead of just having their own properties, they were, they were actually using it, utilizing licensing, which they came to find out is very profitable. You can't go into a Lego store anymore or any, any Lego aisle of any store 
without seeing it at least half, if not more, of the sets and the different Legos that you are seeing are some sort of other license. Right? Yeah. Um, it would take me the entire podcast or most of the podcast that I wouldn't like to, you know, waste your time with naming every single thing that they have. Well, and, I mean, and, and it's insane. A, a few more facts, you know, kind of to, to explain. 1998 was the first year they were actually down since they started making them, which is why they finally decided, even though Star right. Wars is, you know, has guns and blasters and, and big ships that shoot and stuff, they decided to go along and try it. It turns out that year was very profitable, but they right. didn't actually make enough toys the year that the movie came out. And so then the next year they overcompensated by making a lot more. And because there wasn't a release of another movie, they ended up losing money again because they made right. too many toys without, and people weren't as excited to be getting them because there was no movie to get everyone excited. Yeah. Yep. And they, that I think is something, yeah, that they learned, they learned how to figure that ebb and flow out, right? Well, and then They've it, learned how to time it out with the release of new movies that they're actually, you know, they're, they're doing a better job of that. Well, and, and, and they're still doing that very much. And like you said, it's very profitable. But what they really learned is that they still needed to go back to their own IP, as you said. And they started coming up with new themes that had stories behind them. Like, as you early, mentioned right. earlier, like Bionicle was one of the first ones that was really wildly accepted by, by kids because – there was a story behind these new creations that they were creating on their own and they didn't have to rely on licensing and all that stuff. Oh yeah. That, they definitely still have a very strong uh, Lego, you know, product type of presence, but yeah, it's a little bit different. Ninja, Ninjago. Ever heard that, of that was, one? that like was one that, that was, had a big story that was wildly popular that they had to come up with too. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they've definitely, they've done a good job of mixing the two, but I mean, just to name a couple, just like I said, to name a couple of licenses they have. I mean, obviously, Star Wars, Batman, Marvel, Trolls, Indiana Jones, um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, gosh, I know Harry I'm missing Potter. a million. Friends, they just came out with a friend set, Harry Potter. I mean, it's, it's crazy to me that they, they, they basically figured out, like, you know, we can piggyback off of the success of other companies and we can do something with that. We can actually be a part of their story as Lego. And to me, like, because I feel like Lego is right. So you've got Funko, you've got, you know, action figures, you know, they're all kind of part of that story for let's just, let's just say Batman, right. You know, there's all kind of part of the story of Batman, but nobody ever looks at a Lego and was like, oh, yeah, it's just another, you know, Batman merchandise, right? Like, no, that's Lego Batman. Like, that's, they have a very distinctive branding. They have a very distinctive style that their toys are built and the way that they look. That it's, it's, that it doesn't take away from Lego's value on its own to be associated with an IP address. Oh, for or, sure. I'm sorry, for another licensee. Um, so yeah, I guess that's that's the meat of in terms of the history. I just let then, me just say one more thing. You you mentioned Friends. You mean the the uh, sitcom, the, the popular show? Yes. They actually yeah. for a while they were having an issue because girls like playing with Legos, but there was nothing oriented towards you know female children. So then that they right. actually came out with a set of called Friends that was all pink and purple yes. and 
you know, pretty yeah, Lego friends. Yeah, yeah. So that, that demographic could be covered. I think that was like sometime in the nineties too. And that, that became wildly popular. And then they suddenly had that demographic where all boys and girls were playing with Legos. So then they just kind of had the whole market cornered basically. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So then of course that wasn't enough. And eventually they went to video games, right? Did you ever, did you ever play PC video games when you were younger? Oh Mickey? yeah. But I mean, I'm, I'm a bit older than you. I like Taipei was one, but it was more like, it was like DOS basically you're typing in commands and oh, stuff. Yep. Yeah. Kind of like, um, uh, organic trail. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. There, yeah. There was one, you know, where you were selling opium and you were on a ship and all that stuff. Plus there was like football games. That was, Holy crap. Yeah. That was, that was a different kind of game. Than I, was well, that, I mean, this is when they first came out and you're like, you say you were typing in each command and then the computer right. would figure out it was like a choose your own adventure, like with like text and stuff. Not, not right, a lot of graphics. Right. It, it was, it no, was you had to use your imagination. Know any better, yeah. Um, so there was a game called Lego Island, and my brother and I actually played this game. And I, I forgot about it until I started doing a little bit of research. And I, I want to give credit where credit is due. Um, so first of all, like I said, we talked about that YouTube video. Um, Lego, uh, the toys that made us, there's a Lego episode that Mickey watched. It's really good. Um, there's also a couple podcasts. The one that I listened to was Wizard and the Bruiser. Um, they did a two part, two parter on Lego. Um, so I'm getting some of my information from that. So definitely go out and check those resources out. If you're into that kind of you, thing, you, that, um, that's a really popular podcast that you really enjoy too, right? I mean, you've sent me a couple yeah, of those, the wizard and the bruiser. Yep. They're very similar to what we do, but they get paid to do it. So, <laughs> but yet they're still not as good somehow. Well, not as good looking. I well, guess. yeah. And we might be biased, that's... but I still think it's the truth. At least that's what my wife tells me, uh, but we're not going to get into that. Nobody really tells me, I so I got to tell myself. <laughs> that's why I'm doing it right now. <laughs> I just, I just imagine Mickey waking up in the morning. You're like, so beautiful, like a Lego figure. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, you're, you're, you're I don't know. You're good I'm, enough. I'm, you're I'm, smart enough, and doggone it, people right, like you. Right. Yeah, you're you good. Um, so where was I going? With yeah, this? My, my bad. Yeah. My bad. Um. Anyways, uh, so so yeah, so they had this this game called Lego Island. Very funny. It, it was witty. It, it was kind of cutting edge for the time. It was a like a CD-ROM um, uh, PC type of game, right? Eventually, they've made their way up. Now, I mean, it's insane. I think they had they. I know. I'm almost positive they have more video games out than they do actual movies. For sure. Really? Um, with all those IP addresses that they've taken, I mean, they've done um, two different Lego Star Wars uh, video games, two or three different Batman video games. Um, I think they did a Harry Potter one. I think they did a Indiana Jones one. Like, it's a lot of the same kind of stuff. Like, it's a side scroller and you collect bricks or you collect, you know, the pegs or whatever and you got to like build it, you know, build certain things to use. And it's like, you share, you know, you can do different things with different characters and all that kind of and stuff. And this has been a but, while because I've got two or three of the Lego Star Wars on PlayStation 2, which is pretty yes. ancient at this point. Right. And I've got I've got Lego Batman for I have the one of those too. Yep. For PlayStation 2. Xbox. Again. I got Lego Batman for Xbox 360. And I don't think I've bought any of the other ones, but I, I, I remember playing that one. And I remember, I, like I said, they, they were coming out with a lot. 
Um, and then the Lego movie comes out, which was a big success. That's one of my favorite rightfully animated so. movies. That's one of my favorites. I, I, that, as far as animated movies, I love that. It was hilarious. It was really well done. It was a great storyline. There's big names with Chris Pratt and Elizabeth Banks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it, it was really uh, well done. Liam Neeson, um, Will Arnett, right? Uh, Will Arnett, Will Ferrell. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, he's he's uh, the evil villain, right? So you've got that movie comes out, and it was they were very specific about how they wanted things to work with that. So instead of taking the typical like CG uh, approach to an animated movie. They said, we need to do this in a way because because right before that kind of the predecessor was homemade brickumentary or not brickumentary, like I forget what they called it, but it was like basically homemade movies that people would do essentially stop motion with their minifigs. And what they said was, we want to basically recreate that. We want to have that as part of the way that we're telling the show, story and the way that we're doing the graphics for this, which really frustrated the animators, right? If you're an animator, you want to do the best that you can. You want to you want to make this look seamless. You want to push the limits to what your technology can do. But they said, no, we need to do this in a way that like it could be. Obviously, it wouldn't have it would have been a massive undertaking to actually do stop motion. But they wanted it to come as close to stop motion as possible. And I think that you kind of get that feeling when you watch these movies. At least I did, where it was kind of like that. You know, this is the way real minifigure would move and this is how they would you know walk down the street or whatever and um so that was just something i thought was interesting about the way that they made the movies um so yeah so i believe there's i know there's four movies at least two lego movies and two batman movies oh lego I, think, batman movies? I think there's more than that. i like well unless they're just animated series like ninjago um, yeah, that's true. There's so that's many true, that, yep. that it's hard to even keep track of. There, there's actually been movies that I didn't realize there were. Like, I, I can't even think of them off the top of my head. But I bet you there's six or eight movies at least. So I picked up, I, I picked up the Lego Batman movie on eBay, and I realized because I didn't grab the right or I wasn't looking at the right one right away. There's a the Lego Batman movie, and then there's Batman Lego movie. Like there's two separate movies. Yeah, one of them's with Will Arnett, and then there's like a separate one that I think was done earlier that was part of just like the Batman licensing that wasn't really I don't know. That's the so, one I watched part of, and I wasn't real impressed with. So I'm like, well, that's yeah. kind of cheesy. And then I went, that's the Lego movie's still good at least. But I'm gonna have to check out the one you got. You said it's Batman Lego or Lego Batman. I think it's the the Lego Batman movie or something with like Will that. Arnett. It's, yes. With Will Arnett. And then, um, Michael Sarah is back. Yeah. Uh, Robin. Yep. Yep. I'll have and to check so that they, out. they, they reference like all of the different Batman movies that have been, you know, all the way back to like Adam West Batman. So it's, it's really cool because what I, what I realized in that movie is they weren't restricted. They weren't restricted by the, uh, like the storyline that they were trying to tell for like, say the dark Knight, right? They, they, this is a new Batman. This is a reboot, whatever. So they weren't, they were breaking forth walls and doing all those funny things. So they were actually able to take full advantage of the Warner brothers, DC licensing that they have and 
like like I said, they referenced like they showed a clip from like the Adam West Batman TV show. Oh, really? In the movie, in the movie, <laughs> really? So it was like that's it was a cool. cool to recognize that because like everybody's always making those comparisons. But just, and this is kind of my my you know rabbit trail and a hab- rabbit hole that I'm going down. But it was just cool to be able to see that because it everybody recognizes the fact that you know there's been a bunch of different versions of Batman and they always compare them. And, but they were like specifically calling it out in like a funny way. And it, and it worked, it worked really well. Um, on a side note, I don't know if you've noticed this, but like Batman specifically and Warner brothers, especially are very like license happy. Like I, I think that if you and I went to them and like, Hey, we want to, we want to uh, use a Batman pet rock. Can we get the license for it? They'll probably be like, yeah, sure. You can do that. Yeah, no like, that's, like there is a lot of things that utilize different Batman. Mar- I mean, I don't know; it's part of their marketing, but anyways. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So that that is you know the movies, the the the, the um TV shows. Even there's been Lego, um, Star Wars, TV shows, um, which I completely forgot about. It's yeah. on Disney Plus. Um, and more, most recently, we had talked about this, I believe, is that that TV show Lego Masters. Will Will Arnett is the the host of it. Um, I love I that watched, show. I was really it, into that. Okay, so so I only watched like part of the first episode, and I think we had talked about how it's just, I for me, like I think it's interesting to watch Legos, but I like to see like YouTube videos that are like quick, and it's like here's what I built. Like I don't know that I'm really into the whole process and you know watching them you know do an eight hour build or whatever it is you millennials um, have no patience i tell you yes but <laughs> but the thing is is i would i would love to do like build the system that they're building like oh yeah personally. you have the pace well just you have you obviously have the patience because you 3d print all the time and and you're gonna build this big ass uh batman um uh, the, the back car that you've got with the, how many pieces are in that set the Batmobile, yeah, it's yeah, uh, it's over three thousand. So we're definitely going to get into that in a little bit. But uh, but yeah, exactly. I think it's like something that I really enjoy doing. But I don't know that I would. It's kind of like golf, right? Golf is pretty fun just doing it. But I wouldn't sit on the couch and watch golf all day. No, just like watching poker on TV. I don't understand right. that. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah. Poker, holy yeah. cow! I have a yeah. hard time playing it at times, especially if I'm getting crappy cards. I don't want want to watch other people getting crappy cards. <laughs> Right, what you can do, yell at your TV. Come on, yeah. man. man! You should have drew better. Yeah, um, but yeah, so that's the, I'd say one of the most the most recent things that have happened, and they're pumping out new sets, new uh, different uh, you know different things on the licensing that they have, and a, a bunch of new stuff. Well, all they're the always time. they're always trying to keep up with all the other toy makers, obviously, and just keep the newest right. fad going. Right, and they're really, like I said, flexing the muscle of the different the different licensing they have, and just you know, they're always. It seems like they're yeah, definitely one of those companies that are on the cutting edge. Very and that intuitive. being said, nowadays that um, I don't know if you saw this at all, Mickey, but I, I watched a YouTube video about the the manufacturing process. A lot of that is automated, like down to like them coming off of the plastic molded injected you know, machines and like a little, you know, remote controlled or robot cart wheels it to the truck or whatever. Oh, like sure. that's how, like they're very, very like cutting edge in terms of manufacturing as far as I could tell. 
Yep. I, I believe it. But, and this is the big but, when you start comparing things to like hey. Mega Blocks. Hey, don't say that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I like big butts and I cannot, and I cannot lie. lie. Um, they are expensive. There's no getting around it. The bigger it's an expensive toy. Are. Yes. Yeah. It's 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 um if you get into it and you wanna and you really wanna be, you know, really deep into the Lego into into the Lego into Lego, it's expensive. <laughs> I mean, there's these sets that I mean, it's nothing for just like a, I mean, it, I mean obviously your big sets, but like a a two thousand three thousand set be two two hundred fifty bucks new. Um, and the thing is, is it's kind of like Funko, kind of like Pops. They're not going down in value. If anything, they're going up. Is that now? Is that still in package, or is that even if they've been played with as long as the box is still there? I think obviously there's a range. So like, there's you're gonna obviously get more money for something that's in a better condition. But like, for example, um, I picked up a set uh, for a. Pirates of the Caribbean ship, the the Saint Mary or Silent Mary, yeah, from from one of the movies. I got it for, I think a little bit over a hundred bucks. Knew it went for two hundred, and the guy gave me a deal because I think he was just trying to get rid of it, and not all the pieces were there. And because and, we're so good looking, as we mentioned before. Yes, that was that was part of the negotiations. I'm, I'm sure, um, but. He said that uh, he said that they go for two hundred dollars used right now, and used. that's my plan. Is I'm going to I'm, I I just bought it because I want to build I wanted to build it and have fun with it. But I plan on I plan on buying all of those pieces that were missing from the set because that's the other thing is you can go on Lego's website and pick up some of them are like five dollar pieces, some of them are fifteen cents. You know, depending on what the piece is. Sure, I can go and buy those pieces, and then now I've got a complete set, and I can turn around and sell it. So they've they've actually had situations like that where, like for example, I think the original Millennium Falcon, one of the original ones, um, I forget how much it went for, probably like five hundred bucks or something, which is super expensive. Now they're going for over a thousand because they don't make them anymore. Well, yeah, and you, you talk about monetary value. I mean, going even further back because I'm just an old man compared to you, but like you you originally mentioned that how they started with the uh, castle you know, the whole kingdom castle kind of yep. situation. And then the space, um, that was a turning point for Lego back. Uh, I, th- I think it was the early eighties when they first started doing those. And I actually had the original yellow castle that they show where it opens mm-hmm. four different ways. And I had the original space station. Oh, wow. Yeah. I still have them both. Actually. I, I think I have the box for both or they might be cut up, but I have the pieces. Um, Cause my mom likes to always downsize everything so she can make more room. Cause she, we've got a lot of crap, but um, <laughs> she. It turns out in good condition, and I'm guessing with all the pieces and you know in the box, and you know even the the sorting spaces in the box, those in good condition are worth thousands mm-hmm. for those two sets alone that I actually have. I'm sure I wouldn't get anywhere near that money, but but it just goes to show that. And that was only 20, 30 years ago for those you know those sets came out, and it, they're worth that much money to to the right buyer. So right, amazing. Right. Yep. That's definitely, like I said, that's, that's part of it is the fans that the people that are wanting this or who are involved in this and really are passionate about it. I mean, we didn't even touch on like there's competitions other than the Lego masters competition. Like there's national competitions every year where they like 
are doing like some programming to get like Lego robotics to do a specific task and all that. So there's definitely a very large fan base for Lego. Oh, even in schools and stuff, I think, yeah, you know, like exactly say, like where they're actually using as a, an educational tool. And yep. like you said, as far as Lego masters, I think there's leagues for this from what I've heard. Yeah. Um, and yep. as far as Lego masters, you, you um, made known to me that I thought this was the first time that kind of show existed. Apparently we're behind the eight ball yet again. And you said a bunch of other countries have had that show going on for years. Yeah, I think I think this might have been the first time that the U.S. had it, but I I could be wrong. I could be wrong about that. Uh, well, there I might thought have been you said another. like Finland and other countries were had a show similar to that, like That's, for a while now. Yeah, I think I, I'm I'm forgetting all of the things that I learned or did my research on. But yeah, that's that's probably that sounds right. That sounds like something I would have heard or ran across in some some podcast or something. Hey, I've, I've killed a lot of brain cells too, man. Don't feel good. <laughs> And too too much that I gotta keep track of. Well, we're on um, quarantine. We drink more. That's just how it is. Yeah, coronavirus. We drink more Corona. Um, <laughs> alcohol kills it. Pretty much. Um, but what I was gonna say is, they that that's the reason, right? That's the reason why they they're they retain their value. Um, they, I mean, another example is I've, I've got like the first Batmobile that they made that wasn't attached to any of the movies or anything. It was like specifically a Lego Batman situation, right? And I, I think I got it for thirty bucks new. And if you were to have it in the package, I mean, there's people on eBay trying to sell it for like over two hundred dollars now. No you know, kidding. so so it's definitely something. Depending on depending on what it is, could be worth. Fun fact for you, because I'm full of them. <laughs> well, you got to be full of something. Do you know the reason why your um, Lego castle is yellow? Yellow. Ah, uh, yeah. I think it was because it's something to do with war again, right? They didn't want to uh, be. They wanted to go away from the whole promoting war and fighting and all that kind of stuff wasn't along those lines yeah so the owner at the time i think it was godfrey at the time he was concerned that little boys were going to take the bricks if they were gray and make them into guns yeah into toy guns and turns out they ended up going into gray anyway especially after they combined with star wars and all that stuff and kind of but they still are not trying to promote guns and all that stuff uh, and war they they're still trying to be very much peaceful you know they they've had made made exceptions through the years. You know in order to not go bankrupt. Right, right. Um, I'd be interested too talking about Lego like different brick colors. If somebody could comment on something, some social media or email us, let us know if you could tell us how many different colors of Lego bricks there are. I don't yeah, know off the top of my hand. That's a good question. To, um, if you can if you can do that, I'll randomly pick somebody. And I will, uh, I will send them a prize. How about that? You heard it here first, folks. A prize, prize, a prize. prize. This prize might not be worth a lot of money, and it might just come in an envelope. But I will, uh, I will send you a prize. But it has sentimental value, and it'll be wiped clean of any virus. Right. Exactly. That's the important part. It will be Corona free, unless you want me to send you a bottle of Corona. Then maybe, maybe. I'll just meet you in person for that. <laughs> um. But yeah, so that's kind of the 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 real um, quick history of Lego. 
Um, in terms of, we already talked a little bit about some of the stuff that I have, some of the stuff that you have. So, Mickey, in terms of specifically your Lego collection, I, we might, I think we talked about it in a previous podcast, but can you kind of walk me through what you have and maybe like what was, what was the last Lego set that you built? Well, actually, um, I've still got, unless they were lost or the kids that have come through in my life, um, you know, ate them or swallowed them or took them to their own house or whatever. Um, I've got all the original Legos that I had as a kid, including, like I said, those that original space station, that that yellow castle, and all the little sets and big sets. I've got town sets and firehouse and, and a gas station. I've got all that. But more recently, now that I'm an adult and much more mature, <laughs> pause pause for laughter. Um, right. You're on, on a top, laugh track. On top of my, yeah, because yeah, it wasn't coming for some reason, but on top of my curio cabinet in my living room, actually, because I'm a single man and can do that, uh, I've got displayed, let's see, seven different or eight different uh, Lego architecture, which is a whole nother branch. They're smaller yep. scale, but they are in tribute to uh, different landmarks and buildings and stuff that are historical. Um, I'll just go through them. I've got my favorite one is Falling Water by Frank Lloyd Wright. That's one of his most famous um, houses. It's in Pennsylvania. It's just beautiful. There's an actual waterfall going through it. Um, but I've also got the Lincoln Memorial. I've got the Guggenheim, which is another Frank Lloyd Wright building. I've got the Empire State Building, the Seattle Space Needle, the Eiffel Tower, the White House, and I've got the Chicago Skyline with the Sears Tower and and um, the Hancock Building and stuff like that. So. And they're, wow. they're pretty impressive. I mean, they're smaller scale, so they're not necessarily very intricate detail, but you know exactly what they are as soon as you see them. And there's even like a, a little panel that labels what it is. And they're just really impressive looking. And you can tell it's it's for the architecture theme. It's not necessarily for playing. It's for display, which, which right. is why, as a mature adult, is why I've got them in the middle of my living room, because <laughs> no one told me I can't. You're not busting them out in the middle of your living room and playing with them, King Kong, swinging I, from a building? I, or... I didn't say that. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, around, just just to give the viewers, the viewers, wow, I'm really getting ahead <laughs> of myself there. Um, well, but, uh, what technology do we have that I'm not aware of? Wait. <laughs> you mean you didn't find the hidden camera yet? No, and I should put some pants on. I feel a little embarrassed all of a sudden. Um, about... What what is the piece count on on those sets, roughly? Do you know? I think the biggest one would probably be Falling Water, and maybe maybe six hundred pieces, if I remember right. Okay, okay, gotcha. That yeah, I mean, that and that that for anybody who's into Lego, that kind of gives you a, a sense of the scale that those those specific models are at. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing too elaborate like like some of the ones you're going to talk about, but. Yeah, I think that's about right as far as. The- but those are cool. Those are really nice. I, I I've seen a. I don't have personally have any of them, but I've seen them throughout the years, and they're definitely a very, like, yeah, it, it is. That's that's the best way to describe more refined. Like like if anybody actually does this, you'd be sitting there, you know, sipping your cabaret and and talking to your your you know friends at your dinner party about your, you know, this is my Lego Eiffel Tower. It's from yeah, the still, Baroque I can period. Still be a child. I can still be a child, but I can sound pretentious and, and you know, mature like an adult, which, you know, I'm, I don't pull that off very well, but at least I can pretend. Yeah, you, you can, you know, as long as you don't take yourself too seriously. 
Well, yeah, no worries there. Um, so what did you say? I'm sorry, did I miss it? What did you say was your most recent Lego set? Uh, I think the last one I got was the uh, Chicago Skyline. Okay. That, gotcha. One, one of the Lego architecture. I haven't bought any of the um, other sets like Star Wars or anything for a while. You And even these that I've been getting as gifts. It's been quite a while since I bought any Lego set for myself. And it's not because I'm too mature or anything. It's because I've been spending my money on other toys, actually. So, Right. You know, yeah. We, if you couldn't tell, we're into a couple different things. So, yeah, we're gotta, geeks. So. Gotta, gotta pick and choose. Um, so now, how about you? So yeah, I I always had a you know an interest in Lego, but it was never really like I never really was like gung ho about it. Like some I know some, and it sounds like you were one of those kids yeah. that were really really into it as a as a kid. That's I, part I of was, the reason I I went into the field that we're in. Actually, I wanted to be an architect. Oh, a lot, that's cool. a lot of it was due because of my Legos and how much I love building with them. And I would imagine that that story, what you just said, is probably more common than most people realize. I would think, yeah. Um, and uh, so I guess what I was going to say is, so I, I, I did a couple and I actually was able to dig up a couple, like I said, that, that was in 2006. So I was 16 when that Batman, that Lego Batman came out and it's a smaller, smaller uh, model. But I also, like I said, have the Anakin Skywalker uh, pod racer. And I had a couple other ones throughout the years. I think my brother and I got a Bionicle set one one year. But it's more recently because of the the quarantine and everything going on that I decided, excuse me, that I wanted to get into it a little bit more. So um, the first ones that I bought were, it was an Imperial Walker from the, um, it was Imperial Walker from, I always screw this up, The Last Jedi. Is that the second one in the sequel in the trilogy? Final trilogy? Yep, it was Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, and, and Rise of Skywalker. So yeah, so when they're in that one, that one planet that like uh, there, there's like the showdown, and Luke comes and does like his Force Ghost thing. Those are called Imperial Walkers. So they're like the next generation Adat Walker or ATAT Walker. And no, it's, it's Adat. We've already been over this. <sighs> Anyways, it's um, at at. first first order heavy assault walker, and there's apps for this kind of stuff, just like Funko, where you can track your collections and make a wish list and all that kind of stuff. That is a so so I bought that one, and I bought Pose X Wing Fighter from The Force Awakens. Um, the Pose X Wing Fighter was 717 pieces. The first order heavy assault walker was one thousand three hundred seventy six pieces. So that was that was some very that that was a pretty intense build. Now, all of these except for the Batmobile, the most recent Batmobile that I bought, I bought them used. And you might be thinking, well, so what, Tom? You bought them used, right? If you've never done Legos before, when you get them new, they come in numbered bags, right? So you do this step with all of the Legos that are in this bag, and then you move on to the next step, and then you use this bag. And there's different sized pieces in each bag. I mean, the smaller ones are in one bag, basically, and and the, the larger pieces are in another bag, essentially. So yeah, and sometimes, but but sometimes they don't even they don't even make it that generic. It's like no, these are these are just the ones that you use for this step. Don't open up the next bag until the next step. Yeah. And so there might be some some bigger and smaller pieces. 
I didn't get that because I am a cheap, but I bought them used and got a deal on them. So what I did, instead of just taking, because all of them that I bought, they were already built. So just being like, yeah, that's cool, and shoved it on my shelf. I took them all apart piece by piece, organized them by color in Tupperware and glass containers, and then rebuilt the whole thing. So instead of being like, I'm looking for this specific piece, I only have this small pot to pull from, I had to pull from the entire set every time I pulled a new piece. It was interesting to say the least well that's so. kind of how it once you've even bought a set new and you built it the first time and then you you know tear it if you decide to tear it back down and as as i did as a kid you combine it with all the rest of your legos that's kind of how you're doing it going forward right oh yeah definitely definitely but yeah it's just it's just a different it's kind of a unique situation i don't know maybe it's more more common than i thought well for um, you it was a new set and you're still doing it like like you've had it the whole time kind of thing right right exactly um, so then after that, we bought the, for, it was for Mother's Day, I got Michaela the, um, Friends set, so it's like, it's supposed to, it's takes, pl- or it's the scene, a scene from, um, Central and they're Perk. all, and yeah, Central Perk, and they're all, I mean, it's a, a lot of Legos are interactive, so like, even with the Star Wars one, I can, you know, pose the minifigures in different positions, the X-Wing fighter, the wings open up, I can put in the landing gear, it's got a little, you know, the little, you know, maintenance cart that comes with it. And there's different. Right. So hand solo can go into Central Park and get some coffee. Exactly. Exactly. You know, Anakin, Anakin Skywalker can sit behind the counter and, you know, give Chandler some, you know, espresso some advice <laughs> or some advice. Yeah. Some advice. Yeah. <laughs> we were on a break. <laughs> anyway. Um, but uh, so so that one was a thousand seventy pieces, so a little bit less than the first order heavy assault walker. Then I got more recently that Silent Mary from um, Dead Man Tell No Tales of Pirates of the Caribbean. So that that set was two thousand two hundred and ninety four pieces. So that was a big set. That took yeah, me see, a long time. And sorry to interrupt. The, my a correction that Falling Water, which is probably the biggest Lego architecture set I have, that was eight hundred pieces. So and that's okay. So it's it's fairly big, but compared to ones you're talking about, like that's it's a quarter of the size, and it's a fairly good sized piece. Well, and the other part of it is it depends on the model, right? So that first order you have a assault walker that is a taller model because the legs are tall and skinny. So depending on how you what you're building, it can look bigger. You know, like yours are very. I'm sure the the, the models that you have are probably very compact like you know you you got some buildings that stick up a little bit but for the but most part compact and small yeah. right so it's like you might look at it and be like oh that's not that many pieces but yeah 700 pieces that's still i mean that's as much like i said as much as my that x-wing fighter and that's a pretty you know that's a pretty big big set well because because in, in this because it's smaller scale the pieces are going to be smaller most of them are smaller than is what it comes down to right right um which means you can just fit more in your curio cabinet. So yeah, win-win for you. Um, And then what, what Mickey was talking about the big daddy of them all, the, my, my really excited me, I really can't even speak correctly. I'm so excited. Um, (laughs) Quarantine project, 1989 Tim Burton Batmobile. Yeah. 
This behemoth is two feet long. It weighs, when it's done, 15 pounds. No kidding. It came in, I believe, 24 different bags. Wow. Are you going to put your baby girl on it when you're done building? (laughs) I I probably could. 3,306 pieces. Wow. So that is the most, you know, I, I plan on, it comes with three minifigures. It comes with um, a 1989 version of Batman, Vicky Vale, and the Jack Nicholson Joker. And they come in like they have their own separate stand and there's like a little plaque that gives a little statistics on the Batmobile. And I mean, there's a ton of stuff. Uh, the, the big machine guns pop up and the sides, the, the hood or the um, cockpit opens up just like it does in the movie. I mean, there's just a ton of really cool features that if you're a Batman fan, which I, I knew about it, I just never really got into Lego, like I said, until recently. Um, when they were doing the pre-orders, they actually included a, a separate smaller Batmobile. But I saw that and I'm like, oh my God, I got to get that. But it, it was expensive and, I, and I, paid, I paid what the retail was, but they're going for, there's, right now they're going for 300 bucks at least on, on um, you know, eBay or whatever. I wouldn't be surprised after they are done with this initial run and they don't make them anymore in five years, this, this set's going to be topping five, 600 bucks. And oh yeah. And like you say, even brand new for sets that are just coming out, you can spend up to 150 bucks. Yeah. So, I mean, but that's, that's even more extravagant than what you're talking about. So I, what, what you paid, I don't think that's a really horrible price because I've been collecting Legos my whole life and we've paid up to 30 or 40 bucks for bigger sets even way back when. Yeah, um, this one was. I'm not gonna say how much it was. If you if you want to know how much it was, go look on eBay or go look on uh, on Amazon. It it was expensive, but like I said, it's, it's pretty going, extravagant though. It's gonna be an experience, and we didn't touch and, on this. What what wait, makes Lego wait, unique? Before you get into this, um, how? First of all, how many days vacation are you gonna use to to build this? <laughs> I I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take it one night at a time. Um, how many is it? You said there's a lot of moving parts that like that things that are open and close and all that kind of stuff or not. So the cockpit opens, you twist the back and two machine guns pop up. Really? And if you move the steering wheel, the front wheels actually turn. Really? That, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, the engineering is insane. These sets, I mean, like another thing that we didn't talk about the engineering behind this, it's like, like people kind of brush it off, I think it's like, yeah, it's Lego. There's some like serious, like professional engineering that's going into these. Like if you really sit there and look at how they made it, so that you could turn the steering wheel and the cockpit and the wheels move, like it's it's a pretty in- involved sit, uh, set of bricks in the way that they all fit together. Basically, it's those sets that have the engineering tools and the gears and you know the mechanical parts and stuff that are movable. Those are the ones that they're introducing into schools so that kids can, you know, be more creative. And it, it teaches them a lot of, you know, about engineering and about, you know, teamwork and all that kind of stuff. So it's it, like you say, the sets are evolving all the time and it's, it's pretty amazing. Right. And, I, and we didn't um, I, we didn't mention this before, but really, I think part of the allure to Lego is it's a process, right? I can buy a Batmobile model, right? Or a die cast car, you know, a replica, whatever, right? 
I can buy that. Pays probably just as much. Put it up on my shelf, maybe dust it every once in a while. That's pretty cool. But to say that you built it or be a part of the process to building it, to me, it's like it's like a, a, a puzzle, right? It's a 3D puzzle that's got a lot more involved with just than a regular just flat puzzle. But that's that's the kind of the idea, right? You don't you don't make a puzzle because you're just like, I want to just display this up on the wall, right? You do it because it's part of a process, because you're having fun. While you well, do like it, I used right? to build model airplanes um, as a kid. It's the same thing. You put them together because it's part of the it's part of the fun of it all. Right. The journey. The journey is the destination, yeah. Mickey. Amen, brother. Preach on. <laughs> the wisdom, wisdom from Monty and Mickey. Don't um, grow up if you but can. Yeah, so that's, Help it. <laughs> what I what I was just gonna say is that that is what I am just. As much as I can't wait to get this thing, because like I'm gonna display this thing in probably like a shelf of like a coffee table or whatever. I'm gonna buy like they make like LED light sets. Like you you can you know integrate integrate into the sets. So like I bought one that's got like you know lights up the headlights and the guns and all that kind of stuff. I'm this is gonna be something that I'm definitely gonna display, but I'm just as excited about getting into this and starting to put together the pieces and like, I'm going to take my time with it. I'm going to really just like, wow, you know, Oh, that's interesting how they, they made this piece fit together and, and then how, how this step leads in the, you know, I think that that is, that is what makes it enjoy. I mean, people, people sometimes even describe it as like relaxing oh, yeah. or like, um, you know, something that, you know, you're focused, but it's a step-by-step, very procedural. You do this, then you do this, you find this, and it's for me, it, I would, I would say like, it's, it's relaxing. It's a fun, you can have music on in the background. You can maybe, and depending on how well you can hold your attention, you could have a movie on in the background, you know? Um, yeah. But well, yeah. to give you an idea <laughs> of scale, I'm just, just real quick. Um, from the research I've done, people who do a lot more Legos than I do um, have said that this set that I'm, I'm going to about to do, uh, has taken them anywhere from eight to ten hours. Wow. No kidding. Well, like you say, it's it's like crocheting for some people, or scrapbooking, or puzzle building. You know, it's it, there's an a sense there's a sense of accomplishment. It it's it's a nice hobby that you know kills some time or whatever. If you you know if you if you're bored easily or whatever, but it, you're getting to a point where you're going to display this really cool thing. But you are the one who's putting it together. So, like you say, the sense of accomplishment is as much as anything, you know, because you're invested. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's a, you, you had a, you had a part in it, you know? Um, yeah, I think that's, that's a lot. I think we covered a lot of the, of Lego. Um, the only other thing that I would mention is there's a couple theme parks around the world. Yeah. I think there's one in Florida and one in California, and which Minneapolis. Which is a, yeah, I don't know. Is that one a Lego theme park though? Isn't that just a Lego store? Yeah, well, it's, I, it's not really a theme park. I mean, it's it's a big part of the Mall of America. It's a store. That's but yeah. There's a lot more to it. Yeah. That, I mean, there's there's big creations around it, and there's like I think there's even a ride or two that that's involved with it. That's that's right. Yeah, yeah. Because there's because there's Lego stores like Minneapolis and Chicago and New York and probably L.A. or you know. They they have like a Lego store, and then there's like 
an actual amusement yeah. park. So they're doing pretty good. They um they're they're on the same level or at least in the same ballpark I'd say as Disney. Like they're 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 right there. I mean Disney's obviously insane, but I, I think Lego is definitely it's it's universal, yes, you for know. Sure. I mean, just like a lot of other things, you you you'll be able to find something that you enjoy in Lego. Yeah. You know? I think yeah, all all demographics um, are covered probably to some degree. Right. I mean, there's there's like I said, and part of that has to do with a lot of licensing. I mean, if they never never made the deal with Warner Brothers, never got the licensing for Batman, I wouldn't be building a Batman Lego set, obviously. Like that's part of the reason. Star Wars, same thing, you know. You you probably wouldn't be as interested in, you know, certain things depending on, you know, what that license. But so anyways, um, yeah, I, I can't think of anything much. I mean, if you've got anything else, please share it with us. Um, like I mentioned, I'm, I'm being serious about that comment or, um, how about this? If you comment, we'll, we'll do it two separate ways. If you comment with the, um, with the number of different colors that are made in, in Lego bricks. And then if you want to, um, make a review on like iTunes or whatever, um, I'll pick one person and, uh, I'll, uh, I'll send them a prize. How about that? You're a winner. Does that, does that work for Amen. you, Mickey? No, Mickey, you can't oh. win. You can't you can't comment and say, this is a great podcast. Stupid rules. Those guys sound Man. great. I never <laughs> win anything. Even when I try to cheat, I can't win. We're all winners. Oh, yeah. Winners. We're all winners. winners. Um. Yeah, that's that's all I've got. Anything else? Anything else from the research and things? Like I said, there's a ton of stuff out there about Lego, and it's kind of like anything else. You go down that rabbit hole, and you're definitely gonna see things and you know be introduced to things you didn't realize existed. Um, whole podcast dedicated to just oh, Lego, well, and that's like you know, that kind of stuff. It's a wonderful world of Lego, and like you said, I think we covered the history pretty well. But it just goes to show that th- these kinds of toys were originally oriented towards children, and yet like Lego masters is proof that adults it's as big a part of their lives as anybody. I mean, it, it's, it's all ages. So, I mean, you can, right. you can reach your inner child by playing with Legos. And even if you want to be more mature, you can do the Lego architecture. Whoa. Well, and they even have, I mean, they, they recommended ages and some yeah. of these, I mean, I've done a couple 16 age, 16 and up, and then there's 18 and up, yeah. uh, sets. So, um, I mean, yeah, exactly. I, I would, I would totally agree. Um, and as you said, the Lego movie and stuff like that, like, you know, parents and adults can enjoy that kind of stuff. And I, I mean, it, there's definitely not a little kid that's going to try to put down, put together a 3000 piece. Lego himself, set. No. That's, the, that's the other thing I didn't mention. So the biggest Lego set right now is a, their latest version of the millennium huh. Falcon. It is, let me look this up so that I don't screw this up. It is 7,541 pieces. Wow. And right now it retails for 800 big ones. So two and a half New. times bigger than your Batmobile. In terms of pieces, yes. Wow. Yep. This is, this is a big set. There's people that do some really creative stuff. I mean... Uh, I saw the most, the best one that I saw was somebody 
either custom built a coffee table or a table glass enclosure thing. And they recreated the scene in a new hope where the millennium Falcon looks like it's parked in a bay of the death star. That would be awesome. (laughs) Um, With minifigures doing a bunch of stuff on the sides and in the background. And, you know, Obi-Wan is fighting Darth Vader in the side room and it's, yeah, there's, it's, it's pretty sweet, but it's, it's a big, I mean, spend 800 bucks on Lego. You better be like, that's my well, thing, I, dude. You know what I mean? That's either like, a single guy, you know, possibly in his mom's basement, or that's a couple that plays Legos together and, you know, want to display it. Right. Cause otherwise, yeah, there's, there's, you're taking up a lot of room displaying that. Here's the thing though, Mickey. There's a guy that has a Lego YouTube channel that I was watching and doing some research yeah. for this. He told me that, and he's one of like the big wigs, right? Like, like people send him stuff or like he gets, you know, they, they, they want him to review their stuff. Right. Yeah. He had trouble getting pre-ordering that set. That's how many people want really? it. Like people were struggling just to get it pre-ordered because it went that quick. 800 bucks. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of Star Wars or Lego Legos. crossover. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are big Star Wars fans, so it makes sense. But and and I mean, like I said, you can brag that you built the largest Lego set ever ever made. But yeah, I don't know. That's that's on a that's on a whole other level yeah. for me. Well, I can't. I mean, happy quarantining, I guess. Well, yeah, that'd take you, that'd take you a long time. Mm-hmm. And like I said, you got to get the right spot to pl- display something yeah, like that. I mean, people make like wall mounts and all kinds of crazy fun stuff. I mean, they even make like glass cases specifically for specific Lego sets. And yeah, it's a, it's a well, big you're, deal. You're dedicating so. almost at least half of a room, depending on the size of your house. Yeah. I mean, depend. yeah. Depending on what it is. I mean, you're. And that's that's something that you're you're not taking that sucker no. apart and putting it back together no. again. That's it's it's lifetime you know, commitment. Can't really can't really play with it either because it takes your whole two arms and your whole huh. body to move it across the room. Okay. So. Uh, but uh, but yeah, uh, that's all I've got. Um, so you know, as as we always like, getting to say, old is mandatory. But growing up is optional. Thanks, guys. What's going on?